Let's now take our Bibles and open God's holy word to what we find in the letter of the Hebrews, and we'll read the final chapter of Hebrews, chapter 13. Hebrews chapter 13, this is the word of the Lord. Let brotherly love continue. Do not forget to entertain strangers, for by so doing, some have unwittingly entertained angels. Remember the prisoners as if chained with them, those who are mistreated since you yourselves are in the body also. Marriage is honorable among all, and the bed undefiled, but fornicators and adulterers God will judge. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, I will not fear, what can man do to me? Remember those who rule over you, who have spoken the word of God to you, whose faith follow, considering the outcome of their conduct. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried about with various and strange doctrines. For it is good that the heart be established by grace, not with foods which have not profited those who have been occupied with them. We have an altar from which those who serve the tabernacle have no right to eat. For the bodies of those animals whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin are burned outside the camp. Therefore, Jesus also that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered outside the gate. Therefore, let us go forth to him outside the camp, bearing his reproach. For here we have no continuing city, but we seek the one to come. Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. But do not forget to do good and to share, for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. Obey those who rule over you, and be submissive, for they watch out for your souls as those who must give account. Let them do so with joy and not with grief, for that would be unprofitable for you. Pray for us, for we are confident that we have a good conscience in all things desiring to live honorably. But I especially urge you to do this, that I may be restored to you the sooner. Now may the God of peace who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do his will, working in you what is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. And I appeal to you, brethren, bear with the word of exhortation, for I have written to you in few words. 
Know that our brother Timothy has been set free, with whom I shall see you if he comes shortly. Greet all those who rule over you, and all the saints. Those from Italy greet you. Grace be with you all. Amen. And our focus this morning will be verse 8. These words, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And after the, the sermon, we will sing the first three stanzas of Abide With Me. Dear brothers and sisters, in our Lord Jesus Christ, the great danger people face as they grow older is that they become somewhat cynical and pessimistic about the future. And that's not totally surprising, is it? For the older you get, the more you come to experience things that disappoint, discourage, and have all the right ingredients for depression and despair. The culture in which you as parents raise your kids and you teenagers grow up in is like one great big dysfunctional family going from one crisis to the next. In every fabric of life, the things we once considered normal have changed and continue to change at crazy high speeds. Change is pervasive and has brought with it a boatload of fear, alarm, panic, and anxiety at levels not known before. We fear for the future, for our country, for the church, for our children and grandchildren's spiritual well-being. And to the frustration of an older generation, it appears to be impossible to live in the simple ways we once thought were usual, typical, practical, and sane. The changes we experience sometimes frighten our children too, making them lie awake wondering what the next day or the future will bring for them. Now, of course, we realize change has always been part of this world. And as much as we may try to resist it, avoid it, or ignore it, change happens. So it raises the question then, do we have reason to be pessimistic and cynical about the future? Is the Lord pleased when we mope around despondent, unhappy, hypercritical, and always complaining about how bad things are, and thinking that resisting change will keep us on the straight and narrow? Well, you know the answer, don't you? In these unstable, changing, and even dangerous times, we are confronted 
with the gospel and the comfort of knowing there is one who does not change and will not change, our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Before we proceed and get all sorts of wrong conclusions forming in our heads, let it be clear that in the first place, this, sa- this statement does not mean Jesus opposes change. In fact, he calls us to change every time he exhorts us to repent and believe. Because repentance is a change of heart mind, and direction. And it is clear from the surrounding verses of our text that we are called to change. Verse 5, let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content. And in verse 9, do not be carried about with various and strange doctrines. And secondly, Jesus is the, being the same does not mean that he is out of touch with this changing world. He's here. Verse 5 again, I will never leave you or forsake you. And thirdly, Christ being the same doesn't mean he didn't experience change in his person or work. We all know that he humbled himself and emptied himself of his godly glory while walking the face of this earth. And Jesus is now in heaven with our flesh and blood. And that's a change from the way it was before the incarnation. He is the same, being being consistent with who he was and always will be. There are three questions that we need to ask as we take a closer look at what this verse means. Number one, in what sense is Jesus always the same? Number two, what does it mean that he is the same during these three time periods? Yesterday, today, and forever. And number three, what does this mean for us? And that's the way we'll look at our text. The glorious comfort of knowing Jesus is always the same. First, in what sense is he the same? Second, how this is true for all time. And third, how this changes everything. Hebrews 13, verse 8, is probably one of the most quoted verses of this letter to the Hebrews. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Or literally, Jesus Christ, yesterday and today, the same and forever. Now, to gain a correct understanding of what these words mean and how we are to handle all circumstances and all change through Christ, 
we need to look through the right end of our spiritual telescopes. For if we look through the wrong end, we will only have a blurry picture of our surroundings, which is useless. But that is often our mistake, isn't it? We try to figure out what is going on, but because we are looking at things from the wrong end of the telescope, our problems get bigger and fuzzier, and what we really want to see clearly is further from us. Rather than set our gaze on what is constant, rather than seeing Jesus Christ and looking in faith to Him, we set our sights on our surroundings and what is shifting and never the same. And up goes our anxiety and frustration levels. Throughout the letter to the Hebrews, the author encourages the readers to look through the right end of the telescope, to fix our eyes on Jesus. For example, he says in chapter 3, verse 1, and again in chapter 12, verse 2, where we are told to set our gaze and fix our eyes on the founder of our faith. And isn't that how we need to read all the books of the Bible? Holy Scripture from cover to cover puts the focus on Christ. It answers in what sense Jesus is the same. As every, as every page speaks to us and uncovers his all-sufficient work as our Savior. So to discover in what sense Jesus is the same, we need to fix our thoughts and our eyes on Christ. And listen to what is written about him in his book. And furthermore, we come to understand in what sense Jesus is the same when we pay attention to the entire letter to the Hebrews. It's always important to see a statement in its context. And already in the first chapter of this letter, the author of Hebrews emphasizes that Jesus is the same in comparison to all the changing times and seasons of our lives. Listen to Hebrews chapter 1. You, Lord, in the beginning lay the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain. They will all grow old like a garment. Like a cloak, you will fold them up, and they will be changed. But you are the same, and your years will not fail. And notice how the writer to the Hebrews ascribes to Jesus the work of creating the universe. The heavens are the work of your hands, he says. And then he draws out the implication in verse 11. The creation which seems so stable and permanent, will in fact be changed like a garment. But Jesus is the same, and his years will not come to an end. And the sameness of Jesus is the sameness that comes from being the eternal God. 
Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever because he is God. The universe, with all its laws, seems changing, unchanging. But in fact, it is like a shirt that a person puts on in the morning and takes off at night. Do you see how Jesus, as the one through whom all things were made, is the baseline of our stability in life? And let this then be a powerful incentive motivating you to trust, to persevere in faith as you look away from yourselves to Christ, even as you face the challenges of our time. Challenges and changes that are real or imagined. I've been answering in what sense Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And it is important that you understand five things in this regard. In the first place, Jesus is the same in his holiness. His standards have not dropped once he made the atoning sacrifice for sin. And therefore, it would be a mistake for us to profane what he considers sacred or to consider his norms obsolete and outdated. That's the whole point of the surrounding verses and what he says in those verses. And secondly, Jesus is the same in his justice. We face many challenges as Christians. Laws have been liberalized. Sin is legalized and legitimized. And we have gone lenient on discipline and calling people to repentance. We don't want to be accused of being judgmental or harsh. But Jesus is the same today in the execution of his justice and righteousness as much as he was yesterday. And third, the Lord Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever in his power to save. He comes to us with the same power to save that brought his people out of Egypt. He has the same power to save you, a sinner, as he did when he called the Apostle Paul on the road to Damascus and made him an instrument in the hands of the Redeemer. Well, if he can change a hater of the church and make him a gospel messenger, don't you think he has the power to do that to you as well and to your straying loved ones? Jesus is the same. And in the fourth place, he is the same in his love. He does not love you less when you fall into sin or when you struggle with temptation. And fifthly, he is the same in his ability to bring the right kind of change in your life. A change of heart, a change of mind, a change in direction that will put your focus on what gives hope and joy and peace and salvation. But let's move on and elaborate on how this is true for all time. Now you might ask, why does it matter 
that Jesus Christ of today be the same as Jesus Christ of yesterday and every day into the future? Well, let me try to put the significance of each time period in a single sentence. Jesus is the same yesterday. Yesterday. It is crucial that Jesus Christ be the same yesterday as he is today because yesterday is when Jesus Christ showed us who he is as our Savior. Today. It is crucial that Jesus Christ be the same today as he was yesterday because today we have communion and union with him. And we relate to him as the person we know by reading about his life and work of yesterday. Forever. It is crucial that Jesus Christ be the same as he was yesterday into all eternity because all our hope and confidence rests on him and on relating to him forever. And did you notice that the first part of our text says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever? In the letter to the Hebrews, you find the personal name, Jesus, coupled with his official name, Christ, three times. And one of those three times is our passage. We know the name Jesus means Savior, and Christ means anointed, the Messiah. Jesus is the anointed Savior. He was anointed at his baptism when the Holy Spirit came upon him. He is the anointed one, the one who has been given an office to fulfill as the Messiah, the office of prophet, priest, and king. Something that we will elaborate on this afternoon. Jesus Christ is our supreme and only high priest. Jesus tasted death to destroy him who has the power of death. He freed those who all their lives were held in slavery by the fear of death. Those are things talked about in chapter 2 of this letter. He is the one who is the anchor of our souls, chapter 6. And these are the things we are looking for. These are the things we see looking through the correct end of the telescope. God has put this in our hands to see and to rejoice in. The heavenly lamb bears all our sins and takes them all away. He is able to bear the burden of our sins as the only atoning sacrifice for sin And when we go to Jesus in prayer, we go to him who is the same as he was then, the only atoning sacrifice for our sins. Hebrews 5 verse 7 tells us that during the days of his life on earth, Jesus offered up prayers and petitions with loud cries and tears. 
Yes, the Lord Jesus offered up prayers for his disciples and did so with great emotion. That's what he did in the past. But again, he is no different in the present. He is the same. And thus Hebrews 4 verse 14 and through 16 says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are. Yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. And what can we expect in the future? More of the same. He continues to make intercession for us. Hebrews 7 verse 24 and 25 says that because Jesus lives forever, he has a permanent priesthood. And he can save completely those who come to God through him. Because he always lives to intercede for them. The Lord Jesus who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, has the power to liberate us and set us free from the bondage of sin and addiction. Oh, sometimes we follow Jesus with the shackles, shackles still dragging down our progress. And yet, we can be sure that as our Messiah, He will free us from the slavery of sin and from the enemy within the depravity of our own sinful hearts. Brothers and sisters, let me tell you this. Jesus, who invited those wearied by their sins to come to him to find rest, is the same today. He healed the sick and gave sinners and the brokenhearted hope and security. Oh, he did not always heal in the way people wanted or expected, but in his own divine and sovereign way. And sometimes those who looked to him for healing had to wait. They had to learn patience and trust. And we need to exercise that same patience. He does not heal or act on demand. Sometimes he acts slower than what we want. But that is not because he has changed and no longer cares for us now that he is enjoying the glory of heaven. No, he answers according to what is best for us. Jesus is the same today as he was yesterday. And he has the same power to heal as he did when he walked the face of this earth. Well, knowing and believing this to be true, why linger? Why be cynical and pessimistic about the future? 
Why be frightened to come to him? He did not come to this world to condemn sinners, but to provide you with life, eternal life. He remains gracious, loving, full of compassion today and forever. And knowing that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever truly changes everything, doesn't it? It's our last point. And to realize more fully how it is time to pause and consider more in depth where God puts this verse in our Bibles. For this verse does not come out of nowhere. There's a connection to the previous verses. Two examples. Let's first consider the connection of verse 8. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever to what is said in verse 5. Keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. That's a call for joyful simplicity and generosity in your Christian life. Because a love of money can destroy you. You are to be content with what you have. Why? It's because he said, I will never leave you or forsake you. So we can say confidently, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? In other words, if you have the joyful confidence that the Lord of the universe, the Savior of your souls, will never leave you and will always be your helper, why be afraid? The result can only be contentment. And all of this certainly rests in the fact that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is your stability. He can be trusted today and tomorrow under any and all circumstances. And the knowledge that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever changes everything, including the tie between Christ and his office bearers. In verse 7, the author encourages his readers with these words. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Don't forget about those God brought into your life that have been a blessing to you. Why? Is it because they have everything all together? Are they godlier than the average Joe Christian? No. Leaders are sinners and they make mistakes. You are to remember your leaders and to consider they work, the work they do in Christ's service. And how they are passionate about serving Christ. Because it is only by the grace of God and the love of Christ that they are able to do what they do. 
the same Christ who enabled, sustained, strengthened those who served you in the past. Yesterday is the same Christ who will do the same for you today and forever. The strength of your leaders is not in themselves, but in Christ, who is the same. And so it is important for us to understand that the words, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, is meant to be applied practically to help you, to help me press on with confidence in Christ. And just as church leaders of the past trusted in the sufficiency of Christ yesterday, we must trust Him today. And the dovetailing of verse 7 and 8 demonstrate that our faith is never in people, but in the unchanging Jesus Christ who sustains His servants through every trial and gives them as examples of how the Lord strengthens us in every circumstance. Beloved, the Lord Jesus who sustained you in the past will be with you tomorrow and into the future. You need not fear that Christ is less than adequate to make our way through today's troubles, trials, and turbulence. Jesus doesn't promise us the world but then fail to do anything about our plight. And did you notice that the author to the Hebrews very deliberately does not write, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. But Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's because our Savior is the same for all tomorrows. That's a great thing to remember, isn't it? There is nothing to fear because when you look into the future with the telescope of faith, you see Jesus. And someday in the future you will see him face to face. You will see him as he is, the same saving, merciful, caring, gracious Savior. Many things change, but Jesus will never change. Well, dear ones, look to Jesus today and make it your personal prayer, O oh Lord. Change and decay in all around I see. O thou who changest not, abide with me. Yes, remember Jesus. He is the same in your personal and family struggles. He is the same in your heartaches and difficulties. He has promised never to leave you or forsake you. And that promise stands into all eternity because Jesus is the same yesterday, 
today and for a hundred thousand million trillion tomorrows forever. Amen.